Welcome to episode 44 of the Next Generation of Superstars. We're very grateful to have Kieran Davis here, who was a forward at Reedley College, originally from Bakersfield, California. Welcome to the show, man. I'm glad to be here. I'm excited. I'm ready for the opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how did you, growing up, find your passion you know, for the sport of basketball? It also, I always grew up playing basketball. I have um, an older brother who played before me, and then obviously my dad played as well. But I really started to find that passion around, i say, like third grade, around like 2013 with the NBA. My team is the Clippers, so they're not, they're not really that good now. But back then, they had Chris Paul and Blake Griffin and all that. So that really got me into NBA basketball. And then when I started playing AAU and I started getting good and, you know, starting to get better and start to actually, you know, score some points and start – that's that's when the passion really came because I realized I could actually do this. Like I can actually get better, and I can play with the guys that you know I would watch on the sideline just a few years ago. You know I can actually play with them. So that's definitely where it started. Hundred percent. That's awesome. And you said you mentioned that you know you had family that played um, and does play you know basketball. Uh, what was that support when you started to take the game seriously and really try to advance your career? What was that support like from your family and even your friends? Um, as you really tried to, you know, strive for greatness in uh, in basketball. Yeah, they they really went all in with the support. They, my parents, they've done everything they can. They've sacrificed a ton, money, time, effort, energy. I've had so many talks with my parents, just trying to encourage me and lead me along, keep me on the right path. And even me having surgery last year, uh, ACL surgery last year in March. The support through that process was amazing too, because I didn't I didn't really have to worry about anything except getting healthy and getting back. So, right. yeah, that was it's that's been the reason that I'm at where I'm at right now is because of the support from my parents. So I'm really grateful for that. It's incredible, and and I know you, you just mentioned you had ACL surgery, so I'm glad you're doing better. What was that recovery and just process, you know, when, you, when you're playing the sport you love, you have an injury and that setback that happens, what do you do and what's your mindset to go forward and, and really come back stronger than before? My mindset was to just, to just kind of go through it. It's something that happened for a reason. I believe everything happens for a reason. So even though it's unfortunate, I didn't see really – any merit in just in kind of sulking or just being sad about it, right? I just I ta- I attacked my rehab the same way I attack everything. First, I did research, and then I looked at I looked at other athletes in multiple sports that have torn the ACL. Some were around my size, some weren't. So I just did a bunch of research, and I was just faithful over the process, and now. 16 months later, I'm playing college basketball where I wanted to be before I tore it, but now I just had to – it was just another thing that I had to go through. Right. I feel like it made me stronger overall. So definitely, definitely. I'm fine, I'm fine with how it did. So. Yeah, and, and that's and that's the thing, right? Like you just said, like attacking that with the same mindset as you would anything else that, you know, okay, you know, everything happens for a reason – but, you know, this is not going to just, you know, stray you off the course and, and off the track you want to be on to, to get where you want to be, which is playing college basketball and, and really taking your game to the next level. Um, you know, looking back on your high school career, has there been, and even in you know, present right now, 
Has there been any memorable career moments that you like to reflect on or any turning points in your career that has really helped you um, get to where you're at today? One moment that was kind of a turning point for my confidence because that was a big thing when I was younger is I went to a tournament in Vegas and it was my first tournament in Vegas. And the first play of the game, I got my first fast break dunk that I've ever, that I'd ever had up to that point. And then from there, it was just, the game was wide open because I had always, well, years prior, I would like dunk in practice or after practice or in a layup line every now and then, but I never had the confidence to actually try that in game. So when I got the opportunity and I just took it, the game opened up. That's awesome. I love it. And then, you know, kind of just more on that game, you know, what was that, the emotions, the feelings, you know, to go in and have that confidence turning point. Um, you know, you t- hear like great athletes, you know, you hear about Dwayne Wade, Chris Paul, other people out there that just talk about so much about the confidence and how that plays in um, when you want to perform at the elite level in basketball. What was that emotions, you know, how did that really just take over and, and allow you to just be yourself out there on the court? It's a, it's a whole different zone that you get into when you're confident, you're locked in, and you have faith and you know that the work you put in will show. It's just, it's, it's undescribable. It's like, it's like being a whole different person on the court. Like, not at your core, obviously, but like being able to, it just, it just feels natural to execute and be able to do what you need to be able to do. It's just, it's really an indescribable feeling. I'm trying my, I, I could try to like explain it, but the best way I could explain it is you feel like you feel like a whole new person on the court, and that's a great thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Kirion, what is what is a day in the life of a student athlete look like? You know, I know it's gonna be different, you know, in the off season compared to in season. Um, but what but what does that kind of routine look like, you know, just for you and, and your agenda? So a normal day will I'll get up around seven AM, seven, seven thirty. Uh, a few days of the week, I have to get up earlier because I have an early class. But a normal day, so like a Monday, where I don't – actually, I'll, I'll do a Tuesday where I do have class. So I'll get up at 6.30 because I have class at 7.30. So I'll get up at 6.30, you know, do my normal morning routine. I don't normally eat breakfast. Sometimes I do. If I do, it'll be like some fruit or something. It just depends if I'm hungry. If I'm not, then I won't eat. I don't force myself to eat or anything. So then I'll go to class for a few hours. It's like 7.30 to 9.20. Then when I come back to class, I'll do, I'll do like the, the straightening up in my room, clean my dorm and everything. And then I'll go, I'll either go to the weight room. I'll do, because we have weights outside of our dorms. So I'll go lift some weights. I may play some pool, hang out with my teammates a little bit. And then I'll go to my second class, which is a longer class. It's, three hours, it's a lab. So I'll go do that. And then when I get back, it's time to go get ready for practice, four to eight. And then after practice, we come back, relax a little bit. I may do some miscellaneous stuff. I have a fitness account on Instagram that I like to post content on, interact with people. So I'll do that. And then I try to get, I try to get in bed between 11 and 12. It's, 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 it's a lot, it's very easy to stay up when, especially when there's a lot of people you know, kind of hanging out just in the in a common area, or you're having a good time. But sometimes you have to cut it off and say, you know, I gotta 
I got to get up early tomorrow, so and I need to get my rest. Absolutely. So that's something that I struggled with in the past. But yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm getting better yeah. at it. Getting better 100%. every day. And, and I love how you said that you, know, you have that structure, but you're able to still have flexibility where you know there might be other things that come up. Um, you can adapt that schedule, you know, when needed, like if you have class or don't certain days. Um, and I think that's so important, you know, as your student athlete, right? You're juggling a lot, right? You have your academics, you have your sport, you have your social life, um, family, friends, you know, other things going on. So there's a lot on your plate and to be able to learn that balance is going to be able to help you, you know, later on in life and everything that you choose to do and accomplish. Um, what does that training routine look like in season, you know, especially with taking care of your mental health and physical health? Um, what does that routine look like for you guys over at Ridley College? So the training that we do, so the training routine will be three days, three or four days a week we're in the weight room. We were in the weight room more. We were in the weight room five days a week in the off season, But because we have school and other stuff to balance and we're going to start playing in, a, in the next month, we're going to be doing three days in the weight room. And then it's four to five days, just kind of depends on the schedules. Four to five days in the gym practice. I try to get in the gym as much as I can, whether it's before practice or on the weekend. Really, whenever the gym's open or whatever I can get in, I'll get in and get a workout in. It it can be tough to balance the workload with the recovery, but as long as everything, I make sure everything that I do is intentional, and that makes it that makes it easy. There's no there's no wasted motion. I try for there to be no wasted motion. I love it. I love it. And I think that's what's you know so nice to be able to have that structure and to be able to have trainers and, and the staff and the support um, from your coaches to to be there to, to help you and your teammates, right? And to be at the best version of yourselves that you can be, um, getting gearing up for just games and practice um, in your whole season. And I think that's awesome that you guys have, you know, that routine and, and be able to to go in and uh, and dominate, right? And be able to to perform at your best level. Um, going a little bit more into the major topic that's happened these past couple of years, the NIL era that we're all living in. How has NIL helped you, Kirian, with just your personal brand? You said you had a fitness page that you'd like to be active on. Um, how has it been, you know, just how has it been applicable in your life as, as a student athlete so far? I just think, I think with the NIL, I think it's a great opportunity for student athletes to be able to market themselves and actually make money off of their off of their brand. Because I know personally a lot of student athletes, well, it's not the reason they play sports, but a lot of student athletes are wanting to take care of their family and pay their family back for all the support that they've been given. In the past, you had to go through college first before you could, you know, start to give back to the people who've been in you but now with the nio you can do that while you're going to school while you're playing and while you're on the come up so i think that's nice and also i think for me personally so far it's made it's made my profile look better it's made it's kind of it's made me look more professional and a little bit more appealing because first impressions are key so when someone goes to my page they see they see the welcome post from Burst Sports, and then they see a few other, you know, basketball-related videos. You know, I have a few motivational videos, and then there's a weightlifting video on my page. So it just looks overall, it just looks, it looks, it looks right. really good. But it's not just looks, but that's the first thing people see. Right. So they see that, they see the first impression, and it looks good, and then 
once they dive deeper, they see the substance and that's what was in. Yep. Yep. And I think that's so huge what you said right there is that, um, you know, it looks good, but it's also when they dive in deeper, you know, they're going to see more of the substance, see more that like, you can actually have these genuine connections with the founders and executives um, and other brands that are out there that you're looking to partner with um, because this is all to elevate your brand. And, and to be able to do that, you have to go and, and connect with people and have these genuine conversations that are authentic, build relationships, um, because this is all going to help you, you know, whether you take it to the next level in the NBA or play overseas or do something else with your career, you know, this is all going to help you, right? And to be able to do this, it's a long time coming and now it's here. And to be able to do this where you can go and have your own clothing brand and fitness page and, and sneaker brand or whatever you want to do. Um, and, and be able to do that without restrictions from the schools that's been for so long, it, it's just awesome that we can uh, you know, be living in this in this era where, where athletes can go in and, and actually make this happen for themselves. Um, and, and going a little bit into fan engagement, Kieran, what is what does that look like for you? You said you, you can engage with fans in your fitness account, um, even on your personal page. How and even even in games, right? When, when fans come to support you, mm-hmm. how do you like to yeah. best engage with with the fans that that show their support for you? Online, I try to engage through Instagram with polls, interactive stories, and even personal messages, or just kind of asking what they may what they may need help with, and what I can like, what kind of service can I provide? I think social media can be used for a lot of things, but the thing that I like to use it for most is to serve other people with the knowledge that I have, the experience I've, I have. I have a lot of experience with working out, with basketball, that I can I can help, especially younger people, especially the kids is what I really like. I really like to inspire the next generation. In person, when it comes to support and people coming to the games, I like to just I like to just show my appreciation the best I can. And whenever I'm talking to somebody that I'm meeting for the first time or someone who's a fan or someone who's a supporter, I always try to relate. I always try to relate. Whether it be my story or kind of just just ask them how their day is going, you know? That's incredible. I kinda of just wanna yeah, I just kinda of wanna build I just wanna build connections with especially the people who are supporting me because I wouldn't be here without them. Right. No, most definitely. And, and I think that's, um, it's just, it's so incredible and, and just impactful that you're able to, you know, use your brand and, and everything that you're doing as a student athlete um, as, as, a, as a voice, right? To give kids their own voice, to go and chase their dreams and, and the youth and, and everyone else that's out there as a fan, um, to be able to relate to them, to have, you know, real interactions, um, and show them that, you know, you, you can, you're trying to provide as much value that can help them in their own journey. Um, and I think doing that is going to make a long lasting impact, um, and, and really be able to give back, like you said, to that next generation. And, you know, has there been any specific brands, you know, that kind of fits into your overall brand that you've been looking to partner with in NIL? Um, any, anyone out there that, that's been a company that you've had your eyes on since these past couple of years that, that you want to partner with? Well, I think the the obvious answer would be someone like Nike or Gatorade, but one one company that isn't necessarily obscure is a pretty big company. But I have a pretty deep reason why I want to partner with them is Molten Basketballs because that was the the FIBA 2019 ball was the first.
first ball that I purchased for myself. And I did a lot of training with that ball. And I would say the summer where my game really, where I really took my game to the next level in high school, I used that ball all summer. So I still have it at my house back home. And even though I don't, even though I don't use it as much now because I have a new one, it still holds a special place in my heart because of that training art. So I think I think that would be really cool to partner with that. That's an that's an awesome story. And if Mullen Basketball, if they're listening in the audience, please please yeah. hit up Kieran and we'll you know we'll make that happen to to get you that that opportunity. That would be incredible. Um, you know, like you said, it's been the first basketball you started training with. It's it's been something that's part of your journey, um, just as an athlete, right? As a basketball player. So that that's awesome to be able to share that that kind of relationship with with, with that company. Um, you know, that, that it's just it's such an exciting time to be living in because there's so much opportunity. Um, this is still such an early stage of everything that's been going on. Um, you know, kind of talk more about you know what you see right now in sports technology. You know, it's, it's technology in sports is ever growing every single day. Um, there's so much happening and changing. You know, you see what we're doing at Burst, and we're always trying to evolve, add more value to, to you know athletes like yourself. Um, what does that kind of look like for you when you kind of look at the grand scheme of things of, of sports technology right now? I think I think it's an ever changing space. It's always growing and progressing. I think with the advent of AI, it's going to be very interesting in the next few years. And I'm just I'm just ready to learn. I'm kind of I'm kind of sitting back, not sitting back. But I'm soaking up everything, just trying to gather as much information as I can. I'm taking in everything, and it's just it's just a great thing to be a part of. I love being a part of new opportunities, and I love being a part of and ambi- I love being a part of new opportunities, and I love working with people who are ambitious and see and see things differently and see the future and want to make a change. And that's why that's why I wanted to partner with you in Burst because I saw I can see the ambition, I can see the passion, and I. I appreciate it. Thank you for the kind words, Kieran. And and that's it right there. You know, our, our mission is is to just really get out there, help student athletes, show them what's possible. Um, and, and especially in the sports technology world, like you said, that that's ever changing and, and really progressing every single day. There's so much to learn, to be part of, and to to really you know how allow it to elevate your brand and, and do things that um, can open up new doors and new opportunities. Um, going more into your career, and we'll kind of wrap up in these next you know few questions right now. What do you kind of envision for your overall career? You know, I know you're playing you know, right now at Reedley College. Um, what does it kind of look like in the next few years? You know, for you and your your basketball career. So, what I vision for my basketball career, and what I what I envision is to play the next one or two years here at Reedley. And then transfer to a bigger school, a, a Division One school, have a successful college career throughout all four years, and then I want to have I want to have the longest professional and NBA career that I can. However, however that pans out, you know whatever God's plan is for me, I plan to have the best career possible, and then use that career and the notoriety that I gain to inspire the next generation. Because that's that's ultimate that's ultimately my goal. I, I want to be for for the 11, 12 year old kid that's just starting out playing basketball. I want to be to them what I had, 
So that's 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 really that's really the goal at the end of the day is to have a successful career and then use that successful career to inspire and make the world a better place in my chosen space, which is basketball and sports it, and fitness and all that stuff. It's so inspirational what you said right there, and it's remarkable to to have that big mission. I think that's what aligns us so much with with Burst and, and you, Kieran, is that um, to to make a huge impact on the next generation. Um, and that's not a small mission by any means. And for you at such a young age to have that mission, that's your personal why. It's why you, you know, wake up every day and do what you do. Um, it's because you want to make that positive difference and you want to make that huge impact. Um, and, you know, kind of we'll, we'll wrap up here with another question at the end that we always do. But, you know, we do have some free time on your hands, you know, when you're not playing basketball or training um, or, or having academics. What are some other things that you like to do, you know, as hobbies or passions or side hustles um, that, that you like to do in your free time? So I like to do anything active outside of basketball. So whether that be hiking, bowling, even playing a different sport like tennis or but outside of the activity, because all of that can be considered fitness outside of just activity and active lifestyle. I like to hang out with friends, whether it's just, you know, all if we're all just sitting in a common room or whatever and talking, maybe playing pool, playing whatever. I also like also like watching anime. I don't know if that's I'm, I'm sure it's, it's becoming more popular nowadays, but I know when I was growing up, it wasn't. But I still I just am who I am. So I like watching anime. That's all I, I don't really play. I don't really play video games too much. Well, I do, but I don't have like my own console or anything. Right. So I only play video games with friends. The only game I really play is I like to play Super Mario World on my laptop. Like I'll hook it up to my TV and I'll play that for a little bit. And I'm also working on learning Japanese. So wow. that's something I yeah, something that's I do incredible. on my free time too. I try to keep my I try to keep myself busy with as much productive Absolutely, absolutely. Well, if you, when you learn Japanese, please teach me some. You know, because I uh, I would love to learn that language. Um, and, and that's awesome that you can really just take that time, like you said, to uh, just decompress, right? You know, whether you know you take your mind off, you know, whether it's going on in basketball or school, and you can really just you know, like you said, be with friends, video games, you know, doing active stuff outside and, and, and exercise. Um, and, and I think all that's great to really have peace of mind and, and have more clarity when you go and, and have your mission that you're attacking. Um, and this is kind of the last question that we always do, Kieran, to, to wrap things up in every episode. What would be three pieces of advice that you would give to the next generation, You know, whether it's athletes, kids, the youth that looks up to you? What would those three pieces of advice be? The three pieces of advice that I would give are, one, punctuality, because that is very important. Being on time, being able to take care of business. That is, that's something that is, I feel isn't stressed enough. Obviously, we're all taught to be on time, but it's, it can't, I can't stress, I can't stress enough how important it is to be 10, 15 minutes early. Even if, for example, if practice starts at four and coach gets there at 345, why not just get there at 330 and just be sitting outside doing whatever? when he shows up because that makes it great. Absolutely. And character and connections are also important. The person you are and the people you surround yourself and connect yourself with, even on social media. So 
even if you're just following somebody who isn't of the level of character that you are, it can make you look bad because you're connected to that person. Even though we may feel, oh, I, I just follow them. I don't really know them. I don't really talk to them. It's still a connection that can be perceived because it's all about perception. It can be perceived as you know them, you're their friend. And, and that's, that's really important as well. And the last thing I would say comes from more of a personal standpoint, but replaceability. If you're not, if you won't do the work, then someone else will. And it doesn't matter how extraordinary you are and how talented you are. There's always someone out there who is more talented and willing to work harder. So as long as, as long as you're consistent and you consistently put the effort in and you know that at any time someone could come and challenge you for your spot. And if you're not ready, then your spot will be taken. As long as you have that mindset and that humility and that work ethic, then you can go far in anything. And those are three things that I think are very important that I've seen in the past, just in the past year. There's more, but I think those things are, those are very important. Those are great three pieces of advice. Kieran, let me just kind of rephrase that for everyone listening in the audience. You said number one, functionality, you know, the importance of being on time and, and that can travel and, and that kind of, you know, transcends in every aspect of your life, whether it's practice, school, business meetings, you yeah. know, whatever that is. Um, that's so important. And you said number two, just your character and connections. Um, you know, people say like your, your network is your net worth and, and be able to go in, get these connections, go and reach out to people, introduce yourself when you meet people in person or online. Um, and, and really, you know, be authentic in that relationship that you're building. Um, and you said number three, the replaceability. Uh, that's another key aspect of things. Um, if you're not going to do the work, someone else will. Um, it's so spot on because, you know, it doesn't matter if you're building your own company, if you're an employee for a company, um, whatever you're doing, you know, even, even just being on the basketball team, right? If you're not going to play your position and to the, to the best that you can of your ability, someone else will take that spot. Um, and so it's about just being irreplaceable and it's about hard work. It's about working smart, um, and really putting in that time and effort to get that outcome and that reward. Um, and so thank you so much, Kirian Davis here, forward at Reedley College, for sharing awesome knowledge and gems in, in our podcast today. Make sure if you're listening, follow him all over social media. Stay tuned for his upcoming season and his digital training card release. And there's so much more to come as we help him um, in the NIL space and sports technology. So thank you so much, Kirian, for being on the show today. Thank you, Grant. I appreciate it. I had a great time and I'm looking forward to doing more. And I'm, I'm just looking forward to the opportunity. This is a, I had a great time. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Thank you.